Yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah. Woo! Back again. going on just cast is finally back i'm finally back sorry it's taking a long time but i've just been busy you know my uh my oldest daughter was here over the summer was uh busy with her and you know my youngest you know just been busy getting doing back and forth things and just this kind of fell off the table for me but but i'm bringing it back all right so just cast is back a couple things that happened while i've been gone is uh i don't know if you noticed but when i first started doing uh, the Jets cast when I first started doing videos, I was uh, I was kind of skinnier, and then I gained some weight, and I realized that I was approaching 190 pounds, and so I decided to uh, to go back on keto. So what, what had happened was, <laughs> what had happened, I think it's funny people say that. Anyway, uh, I had, obviously I talked about, I, you know, we adopted a, a daughter, and I just wasn't really prepared, like diet-wise, to, to deal with that change, and so... I kind of fell off the wagon with with keto and just slowly and slowly started eating whatever whatever I kind of wanted, you know. And it just kind of culminated with uh, one day I bought a, like a box of donuts and some donut holes. I did not buy them intending to eat them all. I actually bought them for you know for my my oldest daughter and then some friends. But I was like, you know, if I was in keto, I would never even consider really buying a box of donuts for really anybody. Um, especially I knew I was gonna eat some of them, which I did. You know, I ate. Ate some of those donuts and it tasted great, but the next day I was like, you know what? You need to get your ass back on fucking keto, man. You know, you're, uh, my, my limit that I gave myself when I, you know, after I was in keto, I, I got down to 175 pounds, and I told myself I was not going to allow myself to get over 185 pounds again. And that was my upper limit, and then all of a sudden my, my pants were fitting tighter, and I was 190 pounds. I was like, holy shit. So, hop back on keto. I lost weight pretty quickly once again, you know, right right now I'm back in the 170, so it's, it's kind of nice. Uh, I really focused on, you know, getting into ketosis fast this time, and I got into ketosis in about about six days, which is, which is pretty quick. I mean, especially for somebody that, that kind of went off the rails a little bit, you know, I got back into ketosis in, in six days, six, seven days maybe, and, uh, and that was nice, so it was a nice, easy transition. I'm using a product called uh, BPI Keto, Keto Aminos that has beta-hydroxybutyrate, which uh, can put you into ketosis. Um, but it's all, obviously it's better to get in, into nutritional ketosis. But I, you know, I was in, I was using that um, just kind of as kind of like as a supplement to help me just get into ketosis faster. And it definitely definitely worked. Um, so I was really happy about that. And then a funny thing happened, kind of around not well, kind of around the same time I got back into keto is that my jiu-jitsu started fucking sucking like bad it was i was kind of a i was kind of embarrassed but you know i i'm very aware of that you know the peaks and valleys that come along with doing jiu-jitsu but you know i had this idea of me doing a because i just turned i turned 38 while i've been gone so i had this idea to roll for the amount of the amount of years that i've been alive in minutes so i you know i roll for i want to roll for 38 minutes straight I got this idea from some uh, some guys in his 40s. He, he did it one time. I thought that was a really cool idea. So every year now, as long as I'm not injured, uh, I'm going to roll for however old I am. So next year it'll be 39 minutes straight. And this time, or, you know, this time I tried it, and I, I first started rolling with uh, with my instructor, who's, who's obviously a black belt. And uh, right from the get-go, you know, he's, he's fucking me up. You know, obviously he's a black belt. You know, things aren't working that, that well. I'll just get my ass kicked. And uh, we're supposed to break it down because we had a few people there. And it was supposed to be, I think... 
think it was supposed to be six and a half minutes or seven minutes a person was supposed to be the breakdown. But uh, me and my instructor ended up rolling for like over 10 minutes straight. And so, and he knows how to really grind you down. He's a really, you know, pressure guy and he will uh, definitely kill your cardio. And so, yeah, he pretty much destroyed me just by uh, using pressure and, you know, staying on top and just fucking me up. Obviously, he submitted me too. It's just superior positioning and, and technique got the better of me. Um, and then, you know, the next people I came up with was, uh, the next person up, I think it was a brown belt. He got me too. Then a blue belt I normally roll with got me. And then like the last guy I had was a white belt and uh, I couldn't do shit. You know, I was just, I was too dead tired. And I was just like, man, nothing went my way. And that was kind of like the start of my, my Valley, man. It was just like my jiu-jitsu just started. around that time. My jiu-jitsu already started going, kind of started going down. But, uh, after that day, my jiu-jitsu really, really started getting shitty. I started getting tapped by people that normally wouldn't tap me. Uh, my positions were all messed up. My submissions weren't as crisp anymore. You know, I'm, I'm fairly certain it was all just a mental thing that, you know, I, I basically got broken on that day. I didn't feel like I was broken, but obviously it had some effects. So, you know, I just, I figured, you know, just keep training the way I usually train and just keep at it. And, you know, eventually my jiu-jitsu, you know, it would come back to me. Like, you know, feeling like I was good would come back. And so, uh, you know, I kept with it. You know, I was talking to uh, to a guy I roll with all the time. His name is uh, Mr. Matt. He's an older older gentleman, and we have some really good conversations. And he was reminding me that, you know, one day, you know, when I was talking to, I think it was either him or somebody else, they had a similar issue about, you know, them going through, like, peaks and valleys. Like, you know, you know when, you, when your jiu-jitsu sucks, you only have one person to blame. It's you. And he reminded me that I said that one time. And you know, and he's totally right, which means that I was totally right. <laughs> See how that worked? <laughs> but... Yeah, it was just it was just me, you know. Something in my head just was allowed was not allowing me to, to get my, you know, really good rolls in anymore and you know, I just kept kept grinding at it, you know. Uh, I, I figured it, it would be time to add in something new to my game. You know, I figured that that, you know, in that in that little valley, you know, figure out something new that I could, you know, really invigorate my game. And it came. Uh, my uh, guard, my full guard now is actually better, and so is my open guard. Like, it, it magically just got fucking better. Uh, you know, I, I've been better at, uh, sorry, that's my radar detector, which I'm going to unplug now. Uh, all of a sudden, I saw openings for, you know, sweeps and submissions from my closed guard and my open guard, which previously were total, total garbage. Like, when I, that's the reason why my, reason why my half guard is actually decent is because I knew my full guard was fucking garbage, so... You know, I figured I'd have to get some sort of guard, and for me, half guard was where I was at, but I've really been kind of falling in love with, uh, with the, the full guard, and it's just, like, for me, I think it's because, first, I think it's, one of the reasons why it's because I, I lost weight again, and, you know, just my, my thighs aren't as big anymore, so it's easy for me to put somebody in my full guard. Second, my flexibility is getting a little better, and then I think third, which is probably the most important, probably should be first, is that, you know, I've just been getting enough mat time and seeing things kind of unfold a little bit easier now. Um, you know, seeing that, you know, when I can shoot up triangles and when I, you know, mess up a triangle that, you know, the either Amaplata or uh, an armbar is there. And I've been catching guys with uh, triangles and armbars now, which when previously I would, there, there was no way that I would catch anybody in a freaking triangle or a close, or uh, an armbar from the closed guard. And now it's just been coming so much easier. Uh, which is cool because, you know, where... I do jiu-jitsu at, at, at Koa. My instructor, he he's really good at, you know, his guard, like his guard is really good. Obviously, he's got a much different body type than me. You've seen him on videos. He's a, he's a lankier guy. He's taller. 
And so, you know, for him, closed guard is going to come a little bit more naturally than it is to me. But, you know, seeing him, you know, do all of these drills and stuff with, you know, from, you know, full guard attacks and stuff like that, like it all just, all of a sudden just started making sense and pieces just started falling into place. And all of a sudden I'm throwing my leg up properly, you know, I'm getting positions right. You know, I can retain my full guard for a lot longer now. I'm not afraid to put somebody, to put somebody in my full guard, you know, so that, that's been really nice. And I really want to thank, you know, my instructor, you know, Mauricio, if you're listening to this, uh, thank you very much for just, you know, always showing, you know, putting an emphasis more on basics, even though you show advanced stuff too, but it's really important to have basic stuff like full guard, you know, guard retention, you know, look, knowing how to do a basic arm bar, you know, a basic uh, triangle. Because, you know, to be honest, when you're watching all these jiu-jitsu competitions, usually what wins is, you know, the more basic attacks. And, you know, uh, I think the full guard is, it's, it's basic, but it's complicated, you know. It's, it's basic at first, but, you know, I think it's really only basic if you're basic with it, you know. <laughs> like, if, if your game is basic, then, yeah, obviously your full guard game is, is going to be basic, and the attacks are going to seem rather basic but they're really not there's a lot of little little tiny things that you can do in there that uh that'll make it more advanced and you know you can lay your attacks in you know and really get really catch people when they think oh it's just just a triangle well oh but now you got to set up for an arm bar and then you know conversely i've been working on some some triangle defense this is one of the things that happened when i was in that valley of of shittiness was i was getting caught in triangles a lot more and I was just like, man, why am I getting caught in triangles again? Like, I thought I was over this, you know, blue belt now. I thought, you know, obviously I'm going to get caught in triangles by, you know, upper belts or whatever. But uh, I was just getting caught in ones that were just stupid, you know, just falling into stupid-ass triangles. And so I worked on some some new triangle defenses. Um, and then also just remembering how to avoid, going back to basics again, how to avoid the triangle, you know. Really basic stuff like don't leave one arm in, one arm out, you know. So I've been working on that, and I have a really cool... Um, escape now that actually I saw on a YouTube video by Gary Tonin so he has a really cool uh, triangle escape that I was surprised he didn't use it when he got caught by uh, I think his name is his nickname is Shoeface he's in the uh, he's in the UFC he's actually a really good fighter but I, I forget his actual name but uh, he caught him Shoeface caught Gary Tonin and I think it was EBI with a flying triangle but I'm pretty sure Shoeface's triangle was on a different level because he caught him in a flying triangle, and it was like tight right away. So he didn't have a, a chance to do this defense. And I'll, I'll I might do a, a video on like the way Gary Tonin explained it. Even though you can just go to his video, just look up his video. Obviously, he's a black belt; he's way better than I am. Look up Gary Tonin's defense on uh, triangle, and like how he can on his triangle escape, and it's really cool. And it's one that I I'm starting to use now, and seeing some success with it's, it's a pretty neat little escape. You can you can do it in gi and uh, in no gi, unless your leg is kind of trapped. It's kind of hard. Like if your legs are trapped. Or somebody's like hanging on to like your uh, your pants. It's kind of hard to do, but you, you can still do. If you have one leg, you can do. Because I usually do it with just one leg. Once you see the video, it'll it'll make sense. I'll probably I'll link it in the in this video and in the uh, the podcast audio, so you guys will know what I'm talking about. But I I, I kind of like that that escape. It's something kind of kind of innovative. It's probably not something new because you know nothing's really new in jujitsu. I've been told that everything you know has been around for a while, but it's good. It's new to me, so fuck it. I don't care. Um, some other things that have been uh, going on with me, uh, talk about my diet real quick. I know I talked about ketogenic diet, but I'm going to come back to some diet stuff. Uh, another thing that I've been trying to do a lot more now is intermittent fasting. So what intermittent fasting is, is basically eating during a certain window during the day. 
I think there's some confusion with people that don't really understand how intermittent fasting works. But basically, it's uh, the way that I do it and the way that most people do it is I try to restrict when I eat. What that means is, so say I eat at, uh, my last meal is at 8 o'clock at night. Uh, I won't eat again until uh, 2 o'clock the next day, 2 o'clock p.m. way easier to do intermittent fasting because you're automatically not as hungry anyway because your, um, your body is using uh, your fat stores for energy, which is nice. And before I would do intermittent fasting, but I only fast from like maybe like 8 or 9 to like 11, but that's not the best. So now I'm really shooting for, you know, eating before 8 o'clock, like my last meal before 8 o'clock, and then not eating again until, you know, uh, 1.30 or beyond. So... Last time I ate was last night around 7.30 and I, like 7.30, 8 o'clock and it's 2.30 right now and I haven't eaten yet. I'm going to pick up something to eat on the way to work. Right now, that's right. Right now I'm on the way to work. So um, I'm going to probably go to Chipotle because I didn't grab uh, food that was in the fridge. So I'm probably going to go to Chipotle and get some, uh, just get some, like something, whatever meat they have, I'll get some like double meat and then I'll get uh, guacamole. Uh, vegetables, no beans, uh, maybe some lettuce and some cheese. So that, that should be a pretty a decently high fat uh, meal. And then today, because it's Tuesday, uh, I'll be do, I'm gonna do jujitsu at night, and so I probably that'll probably be it for like my meal for the day. Uh, I'm probably gonna only only gonna eat once today uh, because when I get home it's gonna be after eight o'clock, and I don't like to eat uh, after eight now. So so yeah. It, it works out pretty good for me, especially on days that I do jiu-jitsu in the mornings because I don't like to eat before I work out anyway. And so what I'll do is, you know, is that I'll have my pre-workout, um, my pre-workout supplement. So I'll, I'll t take the keto aminos and then I'll also take a pre-workout from uh, Optimum Nutrition. It's called Amino Energy. And then I looked it up because when you're intermittent fasting, they say you can't go over 50 uh, calories. Uh, that's, that's what I read. You're not supposed to go over 50 calories in that fasting phase. And so I have it measured out now. So when I'm doing my pre-workouts, it's exactly or just below 50 calories. So it, it's kind of nice. And so I'll take my pre-workouts right before, you know, about an hour before I, I do jiu-jitsu. I, I, I do jiu-jitsu and then I usually don't get home until about 2, 2.30. And then I probably won't eat until about three, sometimes even four. And sometimes I'll only just do one meal in that day. So Thursday and Friday, and even Saturday, are like the best days for me to do inter intermittent fasting because um, I try to do it anyway, you know, just to let you know. But I do longer intermittent fastings on days that I work out at, at around lunchtime or in the morning because it just seems like my, my body doesn't really seem that hungry after I work out. Um, I don't want to eat before I work out because uh, honestly, I usually get bubble guts if I eat before I work out. And so it just works out for me. Um, and so, yeah, uh, there's been actually a lot of research that show the positive effects of intermittent fasting. So if you, you guys can look it up. Also, if you want more information on the ketogenic diet, you can go to a site called uh, ruled.me, ruled as in R-U-L-E-D dot M-E. And uh, they, it's a really good resource for, for ketogenic diet. And I think they have some stuff on intermittent fasting as well because they kind of go hand in hand. Uh, so that that was that's been a really good great resource which I use from time to time. But to be honest, I have my my keto you know macros and stuff. They're they're on lock at this point, uh, and so I really don't need to use a rule that me that much. And to be honest, I only use them for like certain things. If, I, if I'm interested in like a a certain recipe or just ideas, or more recently 
um, I entered uh, a ketogenic diet group, and somebody was talking about uh, drinking while uh, in ketosis, and I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? What, what, what would you drink in ketosis? Like, I, I thought that that was like a big no-no. But apparently, you can still drink uh, and stay in ketosis, and I know because I've done it now. Uh, the key, though, is that you can't drink something that's high in carbs, obviously, because that'll kick you out of ketosis. But, as my alcoholics might know, hard alcohol doesn't really have carbs. <laughs> Most of it, anyway. So, you can be in ketosis while drinking. Um, so, now, what I do is, what I was doing for a while is I would, I would drink, uh, like, vodka and, like, LaCroix, because LaCroix doesn't have anything in it. It's, like, basically made out of fucking magic. I don't know how they do this. Especially their new, uh, what is it, their key lime flavor? My goodness. Like, I swear it's magic. It's magical. It, it tastes like a, like a lime Skittle. Like, for real, it tastes like a lime Skittle. And it's got no carbs, uh, no calories, no nothing. So it just tastes like Skittles. It's great. But anyway, yeah, so I have, like, vodka and um, some kind of LaCroix. But now, uh, my boy Blue, uh, who just started up his photography business, we've been friends since, since high school. He does a podcast with me as well. Um, I'll link his photography business in the description as well. He's he just started, but he's a great photographer. So he's been doing actual photography for, photography for a long time, but he, I think he's going to start doing it for like a living, which I'm, I'm very happy for him because he's a great photographer. Anyway, he likes this drink called the uh, the old fashioned, which uh, he kind of got me onto. Uh, it has it's uh, bourbon based, and uh, it has sugar in it, but a way I kind of modified it is that I use stevia instead of sugar for a little bit of sweetness in it and I don't use that much uh, stevia because stevia uh, for those of you that don't know it's a natural sweetener that uh, has basically a very low glycemic index like it's there's basically there's no carbs in it so it's nice um, but if it, it's super sweet compared to sugar so you get just a little bit goes a long way and so what I'll do is I'll you know I use like the normal you know old-fashioned recipe you know orange peel uh, burn uh, some water, uh, some bitters, and then uh, a nice cube of ice and a uh, some whiskey, some nice whiskey. Like uh, first, I started with uh, I had some Wood Woodford something Woodford Reserve whiskey, which is pretty good. Then somebody recommended Bullet, which is really good. And then I saw this uh, Japanese whiskey at Costco called To I can't remember the name of it. I'll I'll link it in the description. But it tastes like it's sweet. I gotta check the carb count on this because it tastes a little too sweet for it to be like carb, like low carb or carb free. But it tastes like uh, apples, like green apples, and it has like all these nice floral notes and shit. Makes me sound all fancy, like I know what I'm talking about. But it really does. So it's it's a really nice uh, sweeter whiskey that I like to use with. Uh, actually, I could probably do the uh, the old fashioned with no stevia, with just that uh, Japanese whiskey because it, I mean it's so sweet uh, anyway. So so yeah, that's what's up. I mean that's. Kind of a, it's kind of a cross between you know, jujitsu and, and and keto and stuff like that. But I don't know. It's it should be an interesting episode. I know some folks were asking me, you know, why I don't do these anymore. And uh, sorry, it's just been hasn't been a priority. I'm trying to make it a priority again. And I was just I, I felt like I didn't have anything to say. And then uh, my friend Tony, who just talked about this, talked about the, he talked to me about this a couple of months ago actually. He was like, dude, you always have something to say. Just record it. And so I was like, you know what, you're right, man. I always have something to say, and people seem to enjoy what I have to say, usually, I hope. So, I mean, people are listening to me, right? You're listening to this, so there we go. 
So yeah, I'm gonna just talk about whatever the fuck I want. It might, it might not be a Jitscast all the time, but I'm gonna put out something different. You know, and I'm, I'm working on a, my first vlog, which I recorded like in August, which is like last month, almost two months ago now. And I just haven't released it yet because I've been trying to get it, not perfect, but I just want it better. And so I've been really paying attention to how to do cinematography and stuff like that. Like I've been watching uh, this guy named Peter McKinnon on YouTube. He's really inspired me to really up my cinemato cinematography game and photography game. And so I've been working on some B-roll stuff and just some other like cool like music and stuff I can put in there. So I, I want a really decent product when I have my first vlog and I don't want it to seem like cheap and cheesy, you know, so I should have it out within like the next week or two. So I just need to do some other B-roll stuff and then I'll, then I'll release it and then I'll see how easy it is for me to do, you know, more vlogs. It's, it's kind of a cool one because it's just basically a day in the life of me on like a Thursday which is the day I do jiu-jitsu, so, and it, it's got my daughter in it, because on Thursdays and Fridays, it's, uh, it's me and her for most of the day, um, so it, it's, it's kind of cute, so, yeah, anyway, that's what I'm gonna wrap it up, so, I'll, um, I never stopped doing jiu-jitsu, just so you guys know, I just stopped doing the, the, the jiu cast, so, you know, I, I got plenty of other things I have to say, but for now, for now, that's it, alright, peace.